Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Labor Day, Monday, September 7th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined, as usual, by the man, the myth, the legend himself, the DFS guru, Mr. Andrew Hansen. How are you, Andrew? Good, Coach. Thank you very much, and happy Labor Day to everybody. I hope you're having a great weekend. Uh, we are back for some more basketball action here and uh, excited to you know, help you with the diversion. And it's a big, big Monday in sports, big Labor Day with hoops and baseball, the end of golf. So, uh, you know, we're we're just wrapping up the Sunday night NBA slate, talking about that Lakers Houston game. And speaking of work, you know, I'm, I'm still a little bit surprised that Houston didn't play down to the wire. You know, they gave up with, what was it, 35 seconds to go or so, down eight. They don't foul. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you can foul LeBron. He might miss two. You go down and hit a three. You're, you're down five with about 25 seconds left. You play the foul game, the three game. I mean, there's no better team in the NBA to foul, get steals, hit threes, and make that sort of comeback than Houston. We had some, we had some nice game stacks on DraftKings that cashed, but – you know, yeah. They could have cashed a lot higher if we'd gotten some more fantasy points there right at the end. It was it was hard to believe. I mean, if you watch the last four minutes and 22 seconds when they came back from that timeout, it just Houston sort of quit after that. They missed a couple of shots. They didn't foul, uh, you know, not just that last time, but two or three times. Uh, I thought they gave up too quick. I agree with you. And it was frustrating from the DFS standpoint because – you know, it's so packed and tight in two-game uh, slates like that that, you know, four or five points moves you, you know, 20, 30 positions uh, right. in a GPP. So it was pretty bizarre. But, uh, you know, it's been it's been unpredictable. There's no question. I mean, we've continued to win, which is great. We did take a, a loss in our uh, hot streak of uh, FanDuel uh hybrid and yeah. you know it is what it is we still are have our heads above that 80 percent mark but we're going to have to win this slate on labor day here in order to stay above that magic number so i'm fired up i'm i'm uh you know it was it was an interesting day for sure but uh i think tomorrow you know we've got one piece of news and we'll just talk about that first before we even jump in the slate because it does its domino effect for the entire slate and I just read before we jumped on the pod here uh, that uh, the Joker with a sprained wrist is truly questionable, literally a 50-50. They're going to see how he does tomorrow and in warm-ups. And we're probably not going to know that until 20 minutes before lock, 30 minutes before lock, if he's going to roll. And it, it domino affects your entire uh, slate because, you know, the whole build switches whether you – uh, you know, for me, if if he sits, I'm going to defer to Plumley yep. because I believe that he's the veteran. He'll get the you know decent minutes. He's a good DFS points uh, per game. Now you were talking about you know before we jumped on about some other possibilities because we might as well talk those through before we get into the slate. So yeah. what are you thinking there? I mean, well, it's just it's a monster situation. And before we even get into the specifics. I just want to mention a general strategy piece that because this is the second game of the slate, right. you know, we're not going to have it before the first game. 
Hopefully no. we'll have it before nine o'clock Eastern. You know, we don't get the Porzingis situation. Hopefully we know he's either in or out before that game so we can make pivots. But, right. you know, because he's such a huge domino and he's so expensive and it's only a two game slate and because he's in the second game, I think it's smart to approach this slate with a little more caution and really build two lineups. Build a lineup of if Jokic plays and there's not this extreme value in the second game and build another one and then, you know, decide what you want to do, how much of each you want to play and what your plan is to pivot. If you build one with Jokic and you go with it, you know, how are you going to pivot? So um, just be very, very, you know, pay very close attention to where you have your guys in the positions um, you know, make sure Jokic, for example, would be in the utility spot on DraftKings so you can swap him out to any other expensive player. Um, but this is certainly a, a major piece of news. So um, with that being said, um, if he is not playing, I, I do think Plumlee is the biggest beneficiary overall. I'll have plenty of exposure to him. The thing I just don't know is if he'll start or not. And it may not make a huge difference because I do think he'll get a bump in minutes. And if Plumlee's 24 minutes or more, like you said, he's great points per minute. So I think he's a tremendous play. He's cheap on both sites. Um, but we could also have some value for some of the guys way at the end of the bench. We may have you know more minutes for guys like Craig and Porter. But we may even, I mean, the, the, the question for me is, do we have one more extreme value play behind Plumlee? You know, some, if, if they're going to play another guy, it has to be somebody like Noah Vonley or Bol Bol, who I can just predict you're, you're not going to be excited about playing either one. No. Although Bol Bol, is, he's also tremendous points per minute. How about no, no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because Plumlee is so cheap, you probably don't have to go to one of those guys. But I, I think what they do is they bump down uh, you know, like you had mentioned, and I agree with you, like they may even run Millsap a little bit at the five or Jeremy yeah. Grant or, you know, just play basically with, you know, two power forwards in there. Right. I, I think that would be more realistic. Of, and they may do that. Now, again, that's if he sits. The, the biggest question, though, that I have is where does all that usage go? Everything right. runs through him. I mean, right. the whole offense. So, you know, they, they've been – uh, you know, really doing a good job on Jamal Murray and, you know, keeping him in at least, you know, in intact. But uh, somebody's going to have to pick that up because there's two scenarios. First of all, we have to find out about the Joker first. So like you mentioned, the, the perfect strategy, if we don't know after, you know, before the first game goes, you got to leave that spot and then, you know, know what you're going to do if he's ruled in or out. Secondly, you know, it does create you know if it's looking more like he's not going to play i think you need to play more guys in the first game because there is a good chance that the clippers blow them out i yep. it's going to be hard for them to stick with them without the joker and then the third piece if you do want to try to find some denver value that's going to pick up some of that usage one of the guys may just burst out it could be Jeremy Grant, it could be Michael Porter Jr., you know, Gary Harris. There's going to be a lot of guys that go from single-digit usage that pop up and become in play. So 
you know, keep that all into consideration. We want to start off by mentioning that because it does shape the entire slate for sure. Um, all right, we're going to dive into both of these games. Um, and before we do, I want to thank our two presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag. It is the place to go for all your sports wagering and casino action. And also tvg.com, which is the place to go for horse racing. You can sign up with either one of them on our website, dfscoachtalk.com. Use the promo code COACHTALK, no space, all one word, and uh, my bookie will uh, match up to 1,000 of your first deposit. And tvg.com is still offering a $300 risk-free bet if you jump on there. Uh, follow us. No, no, no time is more important to follow us tomorrow throughout the day because it's not until evening we've got both evening games so all morning all afternoon we're going to be hunting down any information we can on uh the jokers uh ability to play or not and you know we'll be following that closely we will post some things on twitter uh you can find any any of us at dfs coach talk you can find me at joe sarvati j-o-e-s-a-r-v-a-d-i andrew is at language olympic and shane is at det sports shane Best way to really follow us close, get in the discussion with us, get in there with all our pros and our terrific members uh, in our Discord at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, you can jump in with a membership. Even if it's a week membership, you want to give us a try. <clears throat> it is the place where you'll find all our information and our lineups. I'm getting so choked up about this. <laughs> <laughs> and our lineups. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that'll be posted 30 minutes before post, before post. I'm a horse, not post, before tip. <laughs> the Derby was Saturday. It's, it's the, Monday. Yes, now. and I did have the exact uh, cold, stone cold I gave you. Yes, let's, you did. Let's, $10 exact a box, and I even yeah. mentioned it's number 17 and number 18. I didn't want you to think I was crazy, but yeah. it came in. So yes, there you did. go. <clears throat> all right, man, we're ready to attack this is all I can say. You know, let's do this. Uh, we'll, we'll change it up a little bit. Uh, why don't you just read the information real quickly on our fall special? Let's knock that out now and let everybody know that's, you know, because tomorrow's important to be in Discord. This might be the perfect time to join. Yeah, absolutely. Jump in <clears throat> uh, on the holiday here where you have the extra 10 minutes to sign up and uh, get to know us a little bit. It is uh, an exciting time in, in daily fantasy with the NFL coming back. And so because of that, we set up the fall special, gives you a discount on the monthly price and it takes you four months. So it takes you through the end of the calendar year. You basically, you get all the football season. Uh, you get the rest of the NBA playoffs, MLB, which we do every day and PGA lineups once a week. And then of course we'll get the next NBA season started within that period in, in December. So uh, it's, it's, you know, wall-to-wall -wall coverage here. Every slate, we give you a cash lineup on FanDuel and a GPP lineup. And then we give you on DraftKings the coach's clipboard with yeah. core plays and pivots. And for NFL, we're going to do every slate, the, the main slate uh, on both sites, and then also the showdown slates. And sometimes we give out showdown lineups in the NBA. We did it tonight on FanDuel for the second game, and that, that lineup cashed easily. So uh, we, we do that as well. We'll throw that in to, for, for our members sometimes when, when people ask. 
so anyway, you get all that for only $199, and you get all access to every sport. So the difference for us is you get every sport for one price, and you get actual lineups on FanDuel every day. So go to DFSCoachTalk.com, and you can join us as a member. I couldn't have said it better myself. All right, we're into the games. It's all basketball. Here we go. First game tomorrow, 6.30 Eastern, the fantastic series of Boston and Toronto. Uh, Boston is a one-point favorite, and the ever-shrinking over-under is down to 2.12, so that's interesting. The other game is 2.19, so we're seven points below, and we'll expect that line maybe to change a little depending on the Joker's uh, presence or not. Uh, I will mention that Clippers are favored by nine in that other game, so that doesn't give you a lot of confidence that the Joker is going to play. I don't think it'd, it'd be quite that big. But all right, let's. We're going to attack Boston and Toronto. Uh, we expect a fantastic game. You know, uh, we've gone to the bank so much riding these Toronto guys because we knew they had to win. Well, guess what? It's two games all. Their main guys have played a billion minutes to get these last two games. So. What's the strategy here? Because, you know, is it does it shift or do we ride the horse that got us here with our derby theme today? <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. And I like your point a few minutes ago about the Joker. And if he misses, it's not just about creating value, but it's also, you know, the thought that if that game could be a blowout, then we do want more exposure to this game. Right. Um, and, you know, it's 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 just a matter of timing it right because the first game of this two game uh, slate uh, of these series, you know, when the the slate was these two matchups, um, I was on Jokic and he didn't play well. And then the second time around, I I was all about stacking Boston Toronto, but then Denver actually wins and Jokic plays well, and now we don't know if he's going to play. So um, I just want to see if we can hit it right this time. Um, yeah. And so my if if Jokic is healthy, I'm thinking a little bit more of a balanced approach between the two games. You know, the the price tags in the first game are just creeping up just enough where it doesn't feel like it makes quite as much sense to get a full game stack knowing that, you know, overall it's probably going to be less fantasy points available in this game than the second one. Um, you know, I I do still I will still consider it, but to me, I'm looking at, you know, maybe more like two guys on each side to really target. And, you know, Lowry and Siakam, to me, just they continue to get the minutes, the usage. Lowry has been phenomenal. And yeah. then Siakam, last game, he put up over 42 fantasy points, and he yeah. shot two of 13 on three-pointers. Yeah. So, it helped that he never came out of the, the game yeah, in the second half. But you're right. Help. I mean, that's he has not played well. And to get that many fantasy points and not play that well, I was thrilled because I he I put him in late, you know, as one of the just the, the gut feeling he was going to step up, which I don't know if he really stepped up that much more than he just took up a lot of space on the court for right. a long time. <laughs> yeah, he just grinded it out. So, you know, those two guys I like a lot. I'll have a yeah. lot of exposure to them. Um, on the Boston side, you know, could this be a Marcus Smart day where he he hasn't really had a monster game here yet, where he shoots a you know shoots well, and 
gets a bunch of steals like we know we know that he can. Um, He's such uh, a dog, man. Yeah, I'm telling I know. you right now, if I had to put a starting five together in the playoffs, I, I think I'd have him on there. He just he does every irritant thing and yeah. push and rebound and get a hand on the ball. And I mean, what a dog. I would never want to go against him. Always would want to be on his side. And he's gotten so much better at shooting. So he really has. You know, I he's attractive to me. Jalen Brown is is the next guy I'm looking at just because he's cheaper than Kemba and Tatum. And yeah. Jalen Brown is one of those guys that I watch a lot. I don't really trust him in general. I don't like a lot of the decisions he makes, charges, bad passes, you know, and, and he didn't shoot well last game. And he, unlike Siakam, he didn't come close to value. You know, he's not doing enough of the other stuff, but he's got to be extremely motivated, you know, because the three-pointer was shot over him by, by OG, and then he has a down game. And he's so athletic, you know, he can spike for 45 fantasy points. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at him, um, and and I'm just, you know, with the overall build, he's making he's fitting in a little bit easier than than Kemba and and Tatum. Um, so that's that's my overall thought so far. I'm really looking at more at those starters, those core guys. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to to walk away from. Uh, some of these guys with how well they've played and, you know, but I've got to think at some point here, I mean, it's two, two, so it's a massively important game. You know, does nurse really play these guys 48 minutes again, or, you know, yep. they actually I think play, I think 43, 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, so, you know, he, he very well could. Now, they've gone bonkers with Kyle Lowry's price. I mean, he's mm-hmm. up to 8200 on on DraftKings. I mean, I can't believe he's gone up that much. And, and 92. 92 on FanDuel. He's, he's $700 more than Jamal Murray, who mm-hmm. threw in, averaged like 50 for that right. last year. Right. So uh, just mind-bending to me. I think, you know... They say, well, when a guy's priced to a certain extent, when is he finally priced out of my lineup? And I, I've had him every single game. I love the guy, but I just I can't pay ninety two hundred dollars for him. I just can't. Uh, but by the way, have you? Seen, I don't think he can dunk. I know it's an odd point Ooh. to bring up. I don't know if he can, man. Yeah, I've seen him funny. go hard to the basket, and he's a long ways. <laughs> it could be a situation where he can just basically dunk a tennis ball. I, yeah, I'm not seeing a dunk coming from Kyle. I just noticed that the other day when we were watching that. And he seemed to, like, sky as best as he could, and he right. wasn't even by the rim. I, yeah. I said to my son, I said, dude, I don't think he can, jump, he can get up there. I don't even think he could goaltend if he tried. But <laughs> anyway... So I'm talking trash on Lowry, so I'm sure he'll he'll kill it. But yeah, I, I, he's going to price out for me. I'm going to stick with Van Vliet. I think he's still reasonable, uh, and he's been so damn good and clutch. I'm with Jan Siakam. I think even though he missed a lot of threes, he did seem a little more active, and he played with a little bit more confidence because he had literally been like just a lost soul out there for some of those games. Um, you know. I've I've been preaching it the whole time, you know. God bless him. Marcus All just does not look like he has 
the steam that he used to have. I mean, it's yeah. tough getting old. Believe me, I know. And uh, so, you know, Ibaka is their key guy. I know he played wildly well uh, in this last game, but, you know, his price is still reasonable. 6100 uh, on FanDuel, 5900 uh, I think he'll be their main center in crunch time. So I, I think, you know, you can't go wrong there. So really from the Toronto side, you know, I'm looking at three guys pretty strongly here, Van Vliet, Siakam, and Abaka, uh, you know, just in, in, in player build and, and lineup build. I also believe that uh, I'm going to stack this game. I, I just, I don't feel good about the second game in the fact that I know Denver had a great comeback game. You, you know, the Joker in or out, we've got to see what happens there. But if he doesn't play or it's not a lower extremity. So if he plays and it's just a wrist that's, you know, taped up and whatever, you know, I think he'll still be effective. But I, I just I, I've got a feeling the Clippers are just a much better team. I think that yeah. they're going to play them well if they can keep Murray under control and even though it's seven points higher in the in the over under you know I don't I'm not as comfortable with this game going down to the wire as as I am the other game and it's so incredibly important to get that last like six minutes except for in this last game today where they didn't do a damn thing for the last four minutes but that's a whole other thing but Generally, you know, getting that last crunch time minutes is huge. And, you know, specifically, uh, you know, for the key guys, because they're going to go, you know, to the main guys down the stretch. So, uh, you know, jumping over to the Boston side, I mean, Tatum is always playable. He's such a, I mean, he's by far their best player. 9,300, though, you know, that's where you have to make the decision. Is that your pay up guy? You know, if you're really going to go there. Uh, I may I'm, I'm planning on going there right now because I'm not going to play Murray or Jokic in the in the last the second game and uh, not real sure about Kawhi either. I know he's coming off a game where he didn't shoot the ball well. But again, if they lay it on him a little bit, uh, you know, I think that that he uh, I don't think he'll quite make, you know, five X with his high price. So. That's what I'm looking initially with him. Um, so, you know, Tatum's probably going to make my, my lineup. You know, the one interesting thing is, who do you prefer between Kemba at 8,000 on DraftKings and Jalen Brown at 7,500? And then on FanDuel, you've got Kemba at 8,300. And Jalen at seventy seven hundred, so he's five six hundred bucks more for Kemba. It's so tough, you know. In general, basketball wise, it's Kemba, but fantasy wise, with Kemba being more expensive, and last game he only took nine shots. I know. Uh, I probably just have to go with Jalen Brown here because he's cheaper, and you know more likely to get out and get blocks and steals, and not have to rely on scoring, although it's very important for him. But I, I lean Jalen Brown here. You know, I agree. At, at, you know, and I like having that Tatum and Brown one-two punch because I think those are the two guys that are going to take all their big shots, plain and simple. You know, in the fourth quarter in a close game, 
they kept going to Jalen Brown. He was 0 for 9 from 3. Yep. You realize that? And he finally Ricky, hit a couple, yeah. And then they kept going to him. And it was the fourth quarter. And he took the 10th, 11th, and 12th. And he made two of those last three. So that tells me that, you know, he's got monster green light. And mm-hmm. there were some times where Tatum could have taken his man and he kicked it to Jalen, which shocked me. So that I wasn't real thrilled with that. I don't know why that took place, but uh, if it was a strategic thing against a certain defense or or not. But, you know, I think if, for me, Tatum and, and Brown are going to be the guys that really – uh, are going to have to step up, and I and I again, Kemba's solid, but you know he's got to face that tough, hard nosed you know defense from Lowry taking eight million charges and 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 everything else. Now there's two value guys I want to mention in this game because I'm I'm spending a lot of time on this game because I believe probably six out of eight and uh, on DraftKings will come from this game for me and seven of nine on FanDuel. That's what wow. my build is right now. I know it. It's it's risky, but I, you know, I'm back in that scenario where I'm going to have to hang on in the second game. <laughs> and, and it's worked okay. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, here's the two guys that I, I want to just throw by, and I'd love to get your opinion on both of them. Well, I don't need the, your one opinion because you've already said it. I like Marcus Smart as well. I think that his price is fair. His minutes are going to be there. And he, I think he'll shoot the ball better than he did uh, the last couple of games. I mean, yep. just, just you know, his percentages are higher than what he's done so far. And, you know, Van Vliet's been guarding him. And, you know, Van Vliet's a good defender, but he's not as strong as Lowry defensively. So I think, you know, Smart's a good place to go. Here's the, here's the wild card guy, and he has crushed people these first two games and cost people being in the money. Not me. I haven't played him, but I'm thinking that this is the time. Norman Powell. He is a tremendous basketball player. He doesn't get as much opportunity uh, when it's, you know, they have to win or be eliminated and Van Vliet and Lowry don't come off the floor. But I just feel like there's got to be some rotation from Nurse with these guys. And Powell has shown in the past, when he's in there, he can score with the best of them. So he's only $4,000 on DraftKings. And on FanDuel, uh, let's see, where is he? He is way down there. He's always oh, 4300 Again, very cheap. I think the people you know that played him one of the first two games are going to be so sour they won't touch him. Uh, I just think he's a great, risky play for GPPs and might be my last guy in in my cash games. Just what do you think? I don't like him. You don't like him? I like him a lot in general, regular season, if one guy is out. But Nick Nurse is like banging us over the head with with this, that everybody's playing over 40 minutes. The starters, I mean, other than Gasol, those key guys are playing 42 to 46 minutes and nothing's going to change that. You know, I mean, it's three games in a row, 13 minutes, 15 minutes, 19 minutes, five shots, four shots, six shots. I just don't think there's any reason to think that's going to change.
summer is here and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to get back, relax, and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like mybookie.ag. With all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple-to-use platform make the process easier than it's ever been. Create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK to get your deposit matched 100% all the way up to $1,000. Plus an extra $25 free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. Well, I, I think it, I mean, it sounds to me like, you know, you, you want to game stack it. You want to get one more guy in there. I think, you know, regular season, it makes sense, but I just don't think it makes sense right now. It's two, two. Um, the only I, reason, the only way it may, the only way it works is if somebody gets hurt. If Lowry or, so, or Van Fleet. I, I really don't. I think that he's got to be realistic and I think Powell gets 22 to 24 minutes in this game. I think he plays half the game. And you know why I think that? Do you know that they played the three of them together for a nine-minute stretch in the last game? Okay. So that tells you right now that, you know, I think he'll get a good 10 to 12 minutes, like one quarter of worth of play, backing up Lowry or Van, or Van Vliet. One of them's oh. going to each take a time sitting. And then I think he'll get the other 10 minutes or so alongside the two of them. So I think if he gets 22 to 25 minutes at that low price, he's always going to get you 18, 20, 22 fantasy points. The guy is really good. It's not oh, like know. he's a scrub coming off the bench. He can score it. I mean, if you look at, I know it was in the bubble time and you know it, it didn't matter for them and everything. But just this stretch in the bubble alone, 29 points, 24 points, 17 points. And he, and those weren't 40-minute games. He played 24 minutes and had 29 real points, 44.5 fantasy points. 22 minutes, 11 points, four rebounds, two assists. I just think, I mean, you you got to go cheap somewhere. And to me, just knowing that there's no way, in my opinion, that both – Van Vliet and Lowry go 46 minutes again. I think they go 41, but that leaves a gap of time. And I guarantee you, if Van Vliet or Lowry are not in the game, Powell's going to be in the game. So I'm, I'm st- I feel better about it even now. I'm digging in. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. Let's go. <laughs> I just think something has to change. Um, like I said, if somebody gets hurt, then yes. He would he could win you a GPP, uh, or the I mean the only way I see it working out is if he comes off the bench, hits his first three shots, gets a couple freak rebounds, gets a freak steal, and gets a few extra minutes. But in the last three games, he has one rebound and two assists total. He's not doing anything. He's not scoring and he's not doing anything else. It's just not his series. He's not getting the minutes. So I I just don't think this is the right spot for him. I think it changes. I think things change right now. I really do. I, I feel I feel this is 
where he gets 20-plus fantasy points. In fact, I'm guaranteeing it. Like, have you, have you been watching t- uh, TNT, Charles Barkley? I yeah. guarantee. So, <laughs> His guarantees don't work out, though. I know. I know. I just, Barkley's hilarious. Those guys yeah, are so – I don't know why I watch it. It's like, you know, when you drive by a car accident and you don't want to look, but you have to. I mean, yeah, half the stuff sure. they say doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> but they're just hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It's just hilarious. All right. Anyway, so we we disagree there. I've I've now convinced myself that this is my my play, my link to taking something down. <laughs> All right. Is that anything else in this game? Because this is like basically my whole day is on this game. So let's go to game two. Game two. Uh, it is like I said, the nine p.m. game. So uh, it is eight p.m. Central. Clippers minus nine over under 219, seven points higher. Uh, we know that the Joker is the question mark. So, does this game stay close? Are you spending up on anybody here? I think, you know, for most of my lineups, the only guy I'll spend up for is Paul George. You know, he, he fits in pretty well in that, you know, not having to go above 9K. Uh, so, I, I do like him. Uh, you know, with Beverly still limited in minutes, I see the opportunity for Lou Williams again to get good run. So if this game stays close, I like those two guys. I like Harrell. Uh, those three guys feed off each other along with Kawhi down the stretch in close games. So if Jokic is playing, I like those three guys. Um, probably not much else. Um, I will say that I I did have some shares of Jermichael Green when he went off last game, and he got 26 minutes, 25 fantasy points, only 3.6. So I think some folks will go back there. You could go back there. Yeah. Uh, I th- I think he got some of those extra minutes because he was playing so well. Um, it's it's not the worst play. Um, on the Denver side. You know, like you mentioned, Murray is cheaper than Lowry on Van, on, on FanDuel. Hard to believe. Which is hard to believe. Uh, I'm going to have to think about that some more because um, I do like playing him with Jokic, but I'm very, very hesitant to play Jokic. If, even if we know he's in, he says he's feeling good. I mean, it's his right wrist. The guy's got such a smooth shot. You know, if his right wrist is tight, that's just not good. No. Uh, plain and simple. So, um I'm just I'm hesitant on those key Denver guys, even if Jokic is playing. But what I want to talk about really is if Jokic is out, as I've been thinking about this a little more, what I think there's a good chance they do is they put Porter Jr. back in the starting lineup because they can they can run the pick and roll with Murray and Porter Jr. and have have that threat with Porter, who can also pop out and shoot threes, obviously. And obviously he's big enough to go to the rim. I mean, I think that's the only way they have offense. Um, and then what they'd have to do is, you know, leave Plumley to come off the bench, leave Craig to come off the bench and play a few extra minutes. Morris can be the regular backup point guard. I think that kind of keeps things intact and gives them a chance on offense. So I think Porter Jr. rises up a bunch for me uh, if Jokic is out and Plumley rises up a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, the nice thing about Porter is his price and the fact that he's a power forward on on FanDuel. 
So I'm going to have plenty of exposure to him. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's hard to give a full opinion on this game because we don't know what the Joker's going to do. And right. it changes everything on both sides of the ball. Um, I'll just say this. If the Joker is ruled out, I'm going to find a way to not take probably Tatum in the first game, and I'm going to take Jamal Murray. Because if you look up the numbers, I know he's been guarded well, and they're you know they're going to really hawk him. But the usage when the Joker is out, Murray's usage is almost ridiculous. It's like he's playing with, you know, you and I and uh, Shane and, and uh, uh, Lanny from one of our members. I mean, <laughs> he, nobody gets the ball. I mean, it's, right. he's, his, it's through the roof. So, uh, you know, if, if the Joker's out, I just, even as a blocker, I mean, I don't see how you don't play Murray uh, just automatically. And his price is fair. I mean, 8,500 is not bad. You know, a guy dropped 50, 42, and 50. Is, wasn't that him or was it Mitchell? Was it him? They, 50, both, 40. they both had 50 every game, it seemed like. I think he had 50, 42, and 50, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That but, sounds like Murray. Yeah. And so, you know, you got to look there. Now, if the Joker's in and I, my game stripped is right and it just, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going strong in this game, but I do think there are some value plays. Uh, I know I play him every time. You never seem to mention him. You don't. You disrespect this poor guy. Sweet Lou Williams stepped up for me this last game. And he's only 5,100. I mean, he's down there with Marcus Morris and Zubach and Porter and Millsap and Beverly. I mean, he just doesn't get respect. And his DFS points per minute is just badass. It has been forever. And I think you know, you've got to consider him at that price. I'll tell you, though, the guy I'm off of for the first time is I don't want any more part of this Montrez Harrell, uh, Zubach, and Jermichael Green and rotating all of them at bigs. It's just it's way too painful to see who's going to get what, when, and how. So I'm just going to steer clear of that. Uh, I, you know, I agree with you on the Porter call on Denver side. Specifically, if uh, Jokic is out, because you know he's a he's going to get up three shots uh, per minute. That guy, he's just a, he's a gunner. The other guy, just and think about this for a second. If if the Joker sits and they do insert Porter, which they may do, the the de facto center is really Paul Millsap. Yep. All those late rebounds that guys miss threes and everything that. The Joker stands there and everybody else clears out. He just gets it. I think those will go to Millsap. You know what I mean? He'll yeah, be no, floating in that pain area. So he could be a good play as well. He could. You know, Grant already got 40 minutes last game. So it's not like he's going to get a lot of extra usage and, and time that on the court. That was ceiling, no doubt about right. it. Millsap had 31 minutes. Right. So you could see him getting a few more. Yeah. Uh, Porter could certainly he's going to get the biggest bump in minutes uh, and Plumlee's as well. I think all three of those guys are in play and Millsap might be the least popular of them. And That's what I'm you know, he's the most, he's the most talented all around veteran of the three. So I, I think he would be a solid play. Yeah. I think he's, he becomes in play, you know, if that, if, if that is the case, you know, if the Joker plays and his wrist is bothering him, you know, that's the other guarantee that you don't have is, is it going to happen like Giannis today? You know, you got a guy playing injured. So if you roster him, you're taking a chance. 
that he could tweak it. I mean, we talked about that on the on the podcast last night. Is you know, do you spend top money on a guy like Giannis with the potential that he's playing injured and could go out? And that's exactly what happened. So we're back in the same scenario 24 hours later with the Joker. I mean, he's 9,400, second highest guy on the board uh, to, to Kawhi on uh, FanDuel, and he's probably right around the same thing on DraftKings. Yeah, he's 97, so he's he's second behind Kawhi. Yeah, same uh, thing. So, yeah. again, there's your situation. You know, do you trust the guy to get in there and spend that money? I, I think – if you feel you're going to get a full game out of the Joker, if he's ruled in, I don't think his ownership's going to be that high, especially because all the people that got stung today with with Giannis are going to be like, no way, I'm not, you know, I'm not taking that chance again. Right. So, I mean, you may get him at lower ownership than you've seen him at. Is he going to be effective with a bum wrist? You know, that's the other issue. So, you know, it's it's a crapshoot here. You know, I'm I'm not going to play the Joker at all either way, ruled in, ruled out. Just too much uncertainty there. And, you know, you've seen him in the past, too. I mean, when he d- makes a decision like, I'm not going to shoot for a while, he doesn't shoot at all. Oh, yeah. Like, he, nope. He'll just spend like a half and yep. just pass the ball or rebound right. it and not take any shots. It's weird, but yep. that's what he does at times. So if it's bothering him or he feels he can be, you know, uh, sort of grab double teams and everything, get the ball to other people, I think he'll do that. So... You know, I think he's a good fade either way tomorrow, even if you think you can, you know, get him at lower ownership. And it's going to be lower than normal. But the question is, you know, if you have a lesser joker, even if he's not out, you know, who does that elevate? And like we said, you got to make that decision, you know, between Porter, Grant. I mean, Grant's going to be popular tomorrow. He really is because he was a major go-to guy uh, in that last game. You know, he's a free agent this coming year, so... This is this is money time for him. You know, he shows out like he did in this last game through the playoffs. He's going to get one of those biggie contracts from somebody yeah. big time. Um, there were small rumors that the Mavericks were looking at him, too, just so you know. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, Millsap, I think, is in that picture and Porter, too. And then Plumlee. You know, let's 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 say Plumlee's going to be the starting center. I mean, thirty seven hundred on FanDuel. And, you know, it's not like if you're sitting the Joker, there's a really great center that you just have to have. I mean, it's almost by default. We've been going cheap at center every game in this series. You know, we've either been going, you know, Tice or Williams or, you know, just trying to get value in that center spot. And there would be no better value uh, than, you know, if you can put Plumlee in there at almost minimum price. So, uh, that's why I have Boston, Toronto marked here. I wonder why they're not coming up. Here it is. Okay, so Plumley is uh, on DraftKings. Thirty-three hundred. Thirty-three. So man, that's dirt cheap. So you know that's the decision there, man. And it comes down to that news. So definitely follow us at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Jump in Discord with us. That's the best way to to get the information. Uh, if you're watching this right now on uh, YouTube, please hit the thumbs up. Please subscribe. It's really a huge, huge uh, plus for us when you do that. And click the alarm button so you know when our podcast po- uh, post. We've been just going through the roof on podcast views. 
uh, in the last couple of weeks with, with the NBA playoffs, and we'd love to just uh, continue that. So we keep this in front of the paywall seven days a week, NBA podcast. We're going to do that into infinity and beyond, as they say. Uh, but we do need uh, your support with thumbs up. If you're listening to us uh, and it's on iTunes specific, click the five stars and give us a quick comment and you're in our drawing then automatically for a one month membership that we draw at the end of every month. So jump in there, check us out where everywhere podcasts can be heard, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, iHeart, we are everywhere. Our sponsors, mybookie.ag and tvg.com. Don't forget them. Use the promo code COACHTALK, uh, no space, one word. And our charity of choice, as always, mambaon3.org, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. Awesome, awesome charity. All right, final words. Any any, uh, advice other than I've got to, I'm going to go in the morning and get a Norman Powell Raptors jersey. Yeah, just wear it because you're part of the team and you're going to be on on the on the couch. You're not going to be in the game. You're going to be you're going to be watching, so you'll be right at home. Just wear it. Cheer for the other guys, Van Vliet and and Siakam and Lowry out there doing their thing. I'm posting every bucket in Discord. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you won't have to waste much energy. Ooh, challenge. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Any anything else on on the. Uh, that on hoops? Uh, no, jump jump in with us as a member if you're not already, because you know here we are. Uh, let's see here, 17 and a half hours before the slate. We've already talked through all the all the scenarios, so we're going to have multiple lineups ready to go, and then we'll just finalize it half an hour before lock, and that's when we post it in the the chat area for our members to be able to go and play on FanDuel. So uh, yep. jump in and join us. Absolutely. We would love to have you. And, uh, you know, baseball tomorrow. So join us for that. There's a bunch of day games with Labor Day. Got some great baseball. uh, And we've got the big golf sweat. This is my first, the biggest golf sweat I've had this season with my lineup that I put in at the beginning of the week. So, uh, you know, be rooting me on, man. I'm going to post it in Discord. Okay. And, uh, I'm going to ride these guys tomorrow. We need we need a good day. I just got to get past your boy, Dustin Johnson, man. He's such a stud. I'm just hoping he has a little hiccup. That's all I need to just bust over the top. Uh, and hopefully we can we can take that down, too. Yeah, I, I have a lot more faith in Dustin Johnson than Norman Powell. So we'll we'll see how the day turns out. Oh, man, <laughs> we're, we're button heads. This is the Labor yeah. Day challenge. It's yeah. Coach versus Andrew. So... Let us know out there who which team you're on, who you're yep. rooting for. <laughs> now we're on the same team. We both want to take it down for our members, yep. and we will. We'll we'll work together, even though we'll have some different lineups. But uh, we will try to win all the way across the board. So we look forward to it. It's going to be a very fun Labor Day sports from you know wire to wire here. It's the fall. We're getting close. Football coming this week. Man, is it, it? This is just great. It's it's awesome time. It's fantastic, no doubt. All right, bud, that's it. We are done for this uh, wonderful podcast. Enjoy your Labor Day. Enjoy the sports. Uh, we look forward to uh, catching up, uh, getting to know you guys. Uh, comment even if you're not a member or not joining. Uh, give us a comment on YouTube or shoot us some info on Twitter. 
we're happy to answer questions or you know just chirp about different stuff uh basketball wise i know we have some canadian members and some raptors fans so i need all the love from team canada i'm gonna even call freddie mills on you and get yes. him rooting ask for, him uh, he'll he'll <laughs> be on the norman pile bandwagon with all you, right we'll see <laughs> all right my man thank you everybody for listening and again like always we'll catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in dfs <laughs>